I'm recording the last two uh, posts, text posts, just to keep up with the podcasts and uh, gets me to do the recordings for YouTube too. This limbo that we're in is going to put us to the test. Are we going to fall into polarity or harmony? And uh, it takes work. I mean, I'm doing my best to stay out of the polarity and the fear and it's it's pushing me to focus on not allowing the outside world to interfere with the inside world and what it is that I want to do because I think I want to do more than wait around I know that I want to create and teach and do a variety of different things as we all want to do, whatever it is that we're going to do. And if we don't know what we're going to do, we definitely want to know what it is, have the passion, feel something. Either way, going with the flow is the answer. It's not about pushing to uh, to do or be anything. That's the problem. We create resistance when we do that because we're, we're trying to... Um, make something happen and what we should be doing is just either being or doing or <coughs> whatever it is that, that comes to us um really without expectation just being in in the moment like a child i mean this is the being free of uh limiting timelines and coming into the now which is our highest potential for our inner truth, because it's our inner truth that manifests. What we feel inside, we experience outside. It's the alignment of frequency. So, let's get into the posts. I'll read, uh, maybe I'll just, I'll just read the new one first. Beliefs shape the path home to the heart. We vibe, shift into the info we're ready to know as needed. It's automatic. It starts within and manifests accordingly as intuition or a physical delivery or exchange of information and or experience. A key understanding is that an omnipresent God is in all of us. <coughs> Excuse me. If we can see God, love, higher self, and others, we begin, my voice is making me want to cough and I don't have a, an easy way to pause this recording without shutting this off and coming back to it. But let's see here. Is there a way to pull it back and forth? No, there isn't. I have to go through the process of shrinking screens down. Okay, so anyway, a key understanding, I'm just going to start here. A key understanding um, is that an omnipresent God is in all of us. If we can see God, love, higher self, and others, we begin to come into unity with them. We can look past the polarity, the judgment, to see and the fear, the expectations that might be fearful. In other words, an encounter um, with others, and we might not be expecting the best, or um, <coughs> excuse me, we might be feeling vulnerable or something. And rather than go into that polarity, we just come back into the now. And we understand that there's a higher self coming through them, looking to speak through them, looking to. Um, be embodied more and so our frequency helps their frequency toroidal fields interacting helps their frequency vibe up so if we can hold our frequency higher 
then um, we become that catalyst or opportunity for others to vibe up. Also, if we hold our polarity or our frequency high and don't drop, it forces the interactions of others to be in a higher frequency with us. They can't, uh, they can't take control of a higher frequency. So we can look past the polarity to see love inside and begin to know that we are one. We begin to embody this new um, paradigm uh, shift. We begin to embody the paradigm, make the shift. So um, we begin to see each other as one and not separate from God, and that God is not outside, but inside, permeating every, every cell, is every cell, as the consciousness we freely choose to shape by our experiences and responses. So that flow of consciousness moving through us. Um, to know self is to know God, to love self is to love God. Once this is understood or known, as we come to know it to be true, and embodied, we come into the mastery and miracles. Um, we must embody the frequency of self-love to experience the frequency of physical love in our experience of reality. In other words, what we hold inside can be reflected or is reflected back to us outside. If we're in a relationship and we fear something, fear cheating or being with a sociopath or that it won't last or work or whatever the case is, we begin to create that because we are holding that frequency. Reality begins to reflect that. Being in a multiverse, all versions exist, we realign our focus of consciousness into the reality we don't want because these intense um, core frequencies of love or any spectrum of fear <clears throat> are the high, uh, high yield producers of reality. So self-love is a big deal on this journey home to the heart, hence all the purging of the fear, guilt, and low self-worth that we've been doing in order to clear that stuff out and come into a higher state of uh, conscious awareness, frequency, and love within. All perspectives make up the all that is, and we are learning to accept that each perspective is automatically part of the bigger truth and knowing this. Without the other perspectives, we have no contrast of experience. It's challenging, but the journey is meant to be lived with intent for peace and harmony and allowed to flow as it flows in the now, in faith, because we create all of it by our core state of being. In this election limbo, knowing there are different outcomes that match the frequency we hold inside, I'm doing my best to hold peace and harmony inside while focusing on my journey of understanding and knowingness like you're doing. <clears throat> I was told to learn from many teachers. This is in the beginning of my awakening, and uh, I was given a few really all-encompassing messages, things or life would unfold in such a way it would be more spectacular than I can imagine. And to learn from many teachers, including myself, higher self, intuition, channeling, <coughs> excuse me, sketches and things like that. Although it wasn't, I didn't know anything about sketches at the time, but all of this came to light later. The point being is that there was no rigid um, or limiting flow of information. And my, I'll read more here, but yeah, I'll just read it. So I was told to learn from many teachers. My intuition is clear enough to feel what is true for me, so it made sense. Some uh, strictly channel their own stream of intuition, some do both. 
Some are strictly healers, which boost the frequency of the troidal field of others, increasing their awareness potentials. Some are artists, speakers, or teachers. Um, really anything to do with creativity. Um, in their mastery, learned over many lifetimes, remembering their wisdom in more detail as they uh, begin to try new things. I never sketched or healed or taught human awareness and multidimensional reality insights before I woke up, but it all came flooding in or flooding back as I began to do these things, to take action and do them, all by synchronistic suggestions from people in my reality, all by going with the flow and letting go of a past that defined me in my now or present state of being. Releasing old definitions and limitations or limiting beliefs created in an awake past in an unawake past, opened up a brand new frequency uh, or bandwidth of awareness, truth, and reality, a new dimensional experience. Our potentials are created, shaped, and experienced by the beliefs we use to filter our flow of consciousness. Beliefs give rise to everything from awareness, to emotion, to thought, to perception, to response, and the core frequency programming of our toroidal field which determines the totality of our timeline, our timelines, experience of space-time and dimension. Um, I'm going to record the next one here in a second. I'm just going to flip over to it. Okay. So this is the record player stylus recording. Um, you've probably already read it by now. So I'm just posting, I'm just reading it here, I'm just posting an expanded comment. So I'd written a comment and I'm expanding on it here um, because it's good food for thought. It's amazing that we get this clarity of sound, combined instruments in harmony, a drum beat, a singer, piano, guitar player, or guitar, all at the same time, all together, by bouncing a needle or stylus, steel, stylus, or a combination of sapphire and diamond off of plastic bumps in a plastic groove in a record. It seems holographic really. All these electromagnetic frequencies from interacting or interfacing, which we could call the relationship between the stylus and the bump. So the, the stylus hits the bump and within that bump, depending on the geometry of it, uh, we get different electromagnetic frequencies which produce this symphony. <clears throat> Excuse me. These songs, timelines, or uni verses are brought into our awareness or our focus of consciousness when we embody the bandwidth frequency to align with it, to interact with it. So we have the observer and the observed. And it's the relationship between the two that matters. It's consciousness experiencing consciousness. <clears throat> I'm sorry about the coughing. It's just part of the shift here, but when you're looking at yourself in your field of energy of consciousness your body being within that and your universe as well the experience the stage the screen and uh, projections of others within your bubble um, it's still all you it's still you creating all of it so it's in the relationship you're having within getting to know yourself which is getting to know god which is comes back to love self love god and uh, coming into the higher awareness and oneness 
uh, with God, not being separate. So, um, let me just get back to reading here. So, but, so just remember that it's the relationship between the observer and the observed that continues to program your core frequency, which continues to align you with different timelines. I uh, just got to pause for a second. Okay, I just got to pull the page back up. So believing our core... Oh, it flipped on me because I pulled it back up. Went scroll to the top. Um, believing is our core frequency or the stylus that interacts with or plays in the grooves of the big record we call a timeline or a universe in the multiverse. So what... Rec yeah, what record are you playing? And I just, I just want to elaborate on this. So the stylus is our focus of consciousness. The record that we're playing is the universe that we are experiencing, that we are aligned with. And as one changes, the other changes. And it's the relationship between the two that determines that change, that frequency change. And it's in these changes that we're programming our toroidal field. Uh, repatterning it and having to deal with that repattern because it shows up in our reality so it speaks to this uh, it speaks to the concept of creating polarity by judging others by judging the interactions because then we're programming our field with that polarity and we're having to experience it <coughs> we're having to uh, we're having to learn from it in order to bring it back out of judgment and into harmony or unity to balance the field, the toroidal field, so it can spin faster. Um, and it's that spin and angular momentum of the toroidal field that determines our frequency and our alignment to uh, the timelines, to the universe that we're going to experience. So this is about consciousness experiencing consciousness or God experiencing God, getting to know itself through experience, based on the free choice, experience, and focus of attention of each of us. Uh, we only experience or see the frequencies of reality that we embody in our toroidal field because it's our frequency that aligns to our timeline. Like frequencies attract. We essentially project or call to us the reality we choose to believe and then we interface and experience it as a relationship between the inside I am and the outside I was. And what the, I mean by that, which created it, and, and that's what I mean by that is who I was in the now, in the previous frequencies, um, is, the, the, is the timeline I'm experiencing. In other words, I'm programming, aligning myself, to timelines based on my I am uh, in the now frequency of my toroidal field and from moment to moment or frequency to frequency I'm propagating that uh, experience. So who I was yesterday, let's say, I don't want to use yesterday because everything's in the now, but for ease, who I was yesterday is what I experienced today. So um, the relationship between the I am right now and the outside I was uh, which created it. And this is this idea of becoming um, self-empowered or coming into our mastery is because what we experience on the outside 
we can respond to it differently, program our toroidal field with less polarity, and then begin to experience a higher, um, a higher frequency or less polarized version of reality. So that, in other words, if I face problems with faith, then the problems begin to subside. Uh, either way, whatever it is that I'm facing is for my own learning, and it's to take me where I need to go. But I am in control. It's just we're in space-time, and so there's this delay effect. But as we raise frequency, we're seeing space-time or time, the experience of time, speeding up. So if we respond from a more awakened state of being, we change the relationship, which changes our timeline or our space-time frequency location. Um, and that might be complicated. I just talk about it a lot, so I don't really address it. But matter or the atom um, or the the uh, quarks, the um, <clears throat> I drew it in the previous sketch, uh, the tetrahedron, double tetrahedron, but rather than being joined at the base, I, I push them into each other for the Merkaba um, shape or geometry. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, they embody their own space-time frequency location. So it's not like um, an ocean and you throw a pebble into it and so the pebble is in the ocean the pebble itself embodies the space-time frequency location of the ocean it's not a haphazard if I take I can extrapolate the space-time frequency location of the pebble and give it a new frequency and put it wherever I want and that would be the teleportation of things so you are teleporting yourself across timelines with big and small jumps some that aren't noticeable from a lower awareness you don't notice them from a higher awareness you begin to have uh, larger jumps and you can see Mandela effects or have the synchronicities look at the clock it's one 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 kind of thing um, you, you begin to have those more often you begin to come into your mastery um, you become multi-dimensionally aware so uh, yeah so if we respond to a more awakened from a more awakened state of being we change the relationship between the observer and the observed, which changes our timeline or our space-time frequency location um, to align to a more reflective experience of our new inner truth. <coughs> Excuse me again. Always the student and teacher, we create the relationships between the stylus or focus of consciousness and the record, the holographic universe. I'm saying universe because there's a dash here. And it's uni, your verse. It's your song that you're creating or your timeline that you're aligning to. To experience and know yourself. Expand consciousness and continually ascend the human into its highest potentials as we come further into unity of consciousness in this endless evolutionary ex exploration of God. And I put a link up to, uh, because this was coming off of uh, a comment, I put a link up to uh, Supertramp. Uh, take the long way home, but it's suitable because I mean we can take the long way home or the short way home and it's uh, really all to do with the relationship that you're having within your uh, reality experience as to what frequency you embody, how fast time flows, um, the experiences that you have and um, the timelines that you choose. It, it has to do with polarity. Creating polarity creates more time. It creates more things to uh, explore, learn through, and recombine. 
back into unity because really this polarity, this idea of polarity, it's it's the old um, story of you know a bunch of blind people, let's say, trying to figure out what it is that they're experiencing. There's a big elephant in the room and everybody's got a piece of the elephant or they can only see a small area or they can t only touch a small area and they really don't know what they have but together they have the elephant and removing um, any of those perspectives removes the whole picture. Uh, and I wanted to get to a point here. So the unity consciousness. Um, and I don't know what it was now. So we remove the whole picture. So we're coming into, oh yeah, the yin-yang. So the polarity is the whole without the negative. In the very basic way, we don't have the contrast or the positive. So it's the, um, you know, what I'm getting sort of as, as I'm talking here is, you know how you have the eye in both yin and yang, and they're swimming around in a circle. Um, so you have the dark and the light and the light and the dark eyes, uh, the polarities. It's as though we, we come into a smaller and smaller amount of polarity within ourselves to embody the whole. We zoom out, we, we begin to take the wider perspective and we see that this is, um, it's just a, a collection of perspectives. And if we can step out of fear, we can step out of, out of the polarity and rise into higher conscious awareness or into a new dimension and move away from the polarized interactions. In other words, diverge from, from those timelines where humanity hasn't let go of the fear yet. The polarity will always exist, at least in these timelines. And, uh, and they don't have to. I mean, it, we can move out of them. But it does require coming to terms with the polarity, bringing the polarity back together. So standing, you know, as, as the Master's taught, I like Jesus' teachings for what I know. I didn't get brought up religious, but uh, turn the other cheek, forgive, things like that, uh, is the idea of not polarizing things, not programming your toroidal field to experience more of it. So... <clears throat> somebody slaps you, yeah, you turn the other cheek so that you're not going to endure a lifetime of it. You rise above it. You experience it, you rise above it, you get it. Um, but I don't think Jesus would have to really turn the other cheek, you know, or a master would have to turn the other cheek because they've risen above that already. But back in the extreme dark ages, when, you know, you're mired in, in a massive amount of polarity and fear, um, you know, the, the teachings that he gave, you know, the one, more, one of the more powerful teachings was forgiving the, his killers on the cross, <clears throat> which was uh, misinterpreted as uh, dying for the sins of others and instead should have been interpreted as the importance of forgiveness. <clears throat> I'm trying not to cough here, but the importance of stepping away from polarity, the importance of turning the other cheek, the importance of rising above the fear and the judgment which essentially is, you know, I, I suppose you could look at it as your way to go home, the home, the path home to the heart, the home to God, home to unity consciousness, which I suppose could be in a very different way, <laughs> uh, you know, expressed as forgiving sins in order to get home to God. I don't know. I'm not trying to combine the two or, or uh, what do you call it, join the two or anything like that, because I see it for what I see it as. And they teach this in, the, you know, in A Course in Miracles. It's, uh, it's about unity. 
because I mean it's such an important thing. I'm at the end of reading these, but it's such an important um, alignment of consciousness because it's the empathy, it's compassion. So those are woke, who woke up. I mean, I've mentioned this before, but those who are waking up woke up. They embody enough compassion and empathy for others to do so. That's the key to waking up. Those who are self-serving, um, living in fear, looking for some sort of external source of control to protect them, they're, um, they're not embodying the. They're not embodying the compassion or empathy. They're just very self-centered, and so they have a lot of polarity created, polarity that they've embodied, and uh, that they'll have to work their way through over however many lifetimes it's needed in order to come into the compassion, have enough experiences to know what it's like to wear the shoes of somebody else and have that compassion and empathy in order to uh, wake up and step out of the dark ages. So I'll leave it at that and I'll uh, talk to you later.